I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Sammy Strong. Oh, boy. This is this is what Sammy we're, podcast now. <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing all podcast now. <laughs> Beer <Huh>. bed, <laughs> woman. <laughs> oh craziness! Uh, what a phenomenal episode of Buffy. Yeah, eh? is it? I don't know. So good. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> Top notch. Uh, welcome everybody to kicking and streaming. This is episode sixty, Sammy Joe six yes, zero. Is. And that was a little teaser for you of today's Buffy episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite a quite an episode to talk about today. Of course, it's season four, episode five, Beer Bad. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Oh, sorry. That's giving it away, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's going on, Sammy Joe? Anything new to report upon? You got some news, yeah. right? A little tech uh, news? Well, some tech news for yeah. you? So uh, our website's down. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Just decided not. Just decided not to work wah, today. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Um, okay. Tried a couple of things. Tried a little beep boop, beep boop. beep. <laughs> sure, that old maneuver. You know, that usually tried, works um, for me. I tried, uh, you know, blowing on my computer. Um, <laughs> okay, that's that used to work. <laughs> yeah, just into the into the back, the intake. NES. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that didn't work. Okay. You know, so and then I just got angry and. Kind of just decided, you know what? The crazy thing is, so we use WordPress, and the crazy thing is the back end is working just fine. Right. I think WordPress or some plugins might have like automatically up upgraded, and I usually turn that off because I'm always afraid of something like this happening, but mm-hmm. I don't think I did this time. So that's probably what happened. Um, so honestly, Pat, if you're cool with it, yeah. I probably am not going to just, I'm not going to fix it. I'm probably just going to move everything to Squarespace. All right. Go for it. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but cool you can I still access. Changes? Yeah. Yeah. You can still access all of our episodes in the normal way. So Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. They're Did all I there. Did anyone out? Yeah. Did I leave anything? They're not moving. Yeah. So, and you know what? If we entertain you. Consider supporting us via Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod, yeah, and maybe we'll get our website, website quicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just me doing it, and, you know, I don't really, I can kind of hack my way through it, you know, but yeah, but Sammy usually needs involves a coffee. some rage. Sammy coffee. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy tea. <laughs> coffee, good. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's yeah. the tech news. All right, fun tech news. Fun tech news. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, last episode, we mentioned Darkness Falls, the movie. Yes. And and I had this like little tickling in the back of my brain, <laughs> oh, but yeah? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it turns okay. out it was the fact that Emma Caulfield Ford, who plays Anya, is mm-hmm. in this movie. Oh, go figure. And she's also in WandaVision, which I know you watched. Oh, I did watch WandaVision. I almost called it Anya Vision. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you oh, don't recognize cool. her though from it? I think she was probably one of the moms. Like in the mm. neighborhood. Oh, if okay, I were to cool. guess. Yeah. I yeah, haven't seen it, so I don't get the yeah, context. You haven't seen any but... Marvel, so No. Mm-hmm. But is this a thing that I have to watch a bunch of other stuff to get, or can I just watch it by itself for on I mean, it's good to watch all of them, yes, to get the full effect. You know, I guess you could watch it by yourself, but you'd kind of be, you know, you wouldn't quite get all the references that they're making and all the backstory. Yeah. You kind of need all that. Set up the mm. relationships in the universe, Sammy Joe. Yeah, no thanks. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Get no. on it. Mm, no. No. I'm already go. just, I'm just too late to the game. You know, I can't start now. Oh, boy. Ugh. Unless you want that to be the next version of Kicking and Streaming. I'll make you watch nothing but musicals and you make me watch nothing but superhero movies. Can we just convert this podcast to a Marvel Cinematic Universe rewatch? Right now? No. Yeah. We've got to finish Buffy. Eh, do we though? Yeah. <laughs> After this beer bad, do we need to? <laughs> it's got a good ending. I, mean, I think we kind of, you know, seen all that there is to see, yeah? Mm, no, no, you haven't. There's more? There's oh, more Pat. packed in? Oh, Pat. Buckle up, huh? That's what Buckle you're saying. Buckle up. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I'm buckling up. Buckling shall we, my seatbelt. Shall we just, you know, dive right into Buffy? Or do you have anything that you want no, to add? No, I've got nothing to say. All right. Let's okay. <laughs> move into Buffy. What do you say? <laughs> All right. Let's do this. So this week we watched Buffy season four, episode five, Beer Bad, which, you know, it's only too bad that we didn't record this, epi- that we didn't watch this episode last week on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, <laughs> I just right. feel like that would have, you know, that would have gone a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is but, kind of know. the holiday of beer drinking, in it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. In mm. it? In it? I didn't have any uh, beers. I haven't had a beer in a long time. Oh, maybe that's your problem. <laughs> maybe that's your problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this episode aired November 2nd, 1999. It was written by Tracy Forbes and directed by David Solomon. So I pulled some of your predictions from previous episodes. Okay. Uh, in episode 56, when we watched the Buffy season four premiere, you said that we'll continue to have new characters from the college and unravel more college things. Maybe Buffy will get drunk for the first time. Look at this. And then this. you said, or maybe she can't get drunk because she's a slayer. Well, I guess, well, but this wasn't any kind of beer. This is a special kind of beer. So jury's mm-hmm. still out on that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, in episode 58, you said, Parker's done for. He's no good. We might see him here and there, but it's no longer a relationship we need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And last episode, you said, something's going to develop between Buffy and the hunky T.A., who yeah. I reminded you is named Riley. Riley. And you said, maybe it's just platonic, but maybe something will develop, but maybe not because it's inappropriate. So you're definitely riding the line here. What? Sounds like Me? <laughs> you think that Ride something will develop, but you're not know. sure if it will be like relationship I think it's pretty specific <laughs> of a uh, prediction, Sammy Joe. <laughs> No. No? And then you said, I hope we get to see more Giles with a chainsaw. Maybe oh, one yeah. more time in this series. If That'd not, awesome. we will be robbed. Yes, please. And okay. thank you. 
And thank you. Okay. All right. So uh, this episode opens as per usual. Buffy in a graveyard at night fighting vamps with some cool techno blade-esque music playing. Ooh, I wrote Matrix-esque. Matrix-esque? Ooh, but you said Blade-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Reminded me of like the club and Blade. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah. You're right. Good observation. Blade, Matrix, pretty much similar yeah, music vibes. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. Um, But Parker is there. And so Buffy tells him to stay down as she takes on four vamps at once. This will show him. And afterwards... Hmm? This will show him. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, romantic music plays and swells as he thanks her and asks for forgiveness... And her daydream is cut short by yet another one of Parker's conquests giggling beside him, yeah, practically touching noses during Unbelievable. their sight class. Gross. Always with this guy. Super loud, super <laughs> rude. Why isn't the professor yelling at them? Uh, I always hated that. I don't know. This professor's probably cool with it. He's like, eh, whatever. I don't think she, Professor Walsh, I don't think she's cool with anything. I don't know, maybe she's cool with Parker. Maybe Parker uh, has laid the moves on Mrs., what'd you say, Sullivan? Professor Walsh? Yeah, okay. Well, that's way off. (laughs) (laughs) Sullivan, we've met Professor Walsh so many times. (laughs) Uh, You're right, yeah, okay. Maybe, I don't know, but seems to me like the kind of professor who would be like, hey, shut up or get out. Right. You know, like that guy that was in the class that Buffy took that yelled yeah. at her. Yeah, that was... He I feel was... like Professor Walsh is even more severe. Mm-hmm. So she should come down really hard on this. Yeah, seems, seems I like would definitely be. I would definitely be that kind of girl in this situation who'd be like, um, excuse me, do you mind taking your flirting somewhere else? Yeah, you where would. Where it won't disrupt me and this class that I paid good money for? And then Miss Walsh would Thanks. throw you out. Excuse me. Lady, uh, yeah, in the that's back exactly what would happen. And I'd be like, "Fuck you, Walsh." <laughs> yeah, and she'd be like, "Okay, you always had I saw it this coming. Bye, bye, goodbye, potty mouth." And then, and then, I, and then it would turn into the scene from um, uh, Wet Hot American Summer with Paul Rudd, like throwing things around, oh, and yeah, then kicking stuff, puffing as he's yeah. picking stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my favorite scenes from movies. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> So anyway, Buffy watches them sadly as Professor Walsh continues her PowerPoint lecture about the id, the ego, and the superego. Mm. She says the id works solely out of the pleasure pleasure principle it wants. Whatever social skills you've learned, however much we've evolved, the pleasure principle is at work in all of us. So how does this conflict with the ego manifest itself in the psyche? What do we do when we can't have what we want? Well, Pat, one thing we might do is daydream, and that's what Buffy does as she slips into another Parker saving daydream. <laughs> yeah, back to the daydream, time, folks. Yeah, but this time he's got his shirt unbuttoned, his chest is revealed. Oh, I didn't, didn't realize that. Yep, and he's holding ice cream and flowers. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, she's getting crazier and crazier, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the intro. Uh, And then back from the intro, Buffy and Willow are studying at a table outside on campus when Xander approaches them, lights a lighter, and says, rough day. (laughs) He's practicing for his new gig, 
as a bartender, bartender illegal yeah. bartender with yes, a fake at ID. The local p- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So Willow reminds him that he's too young to be a bartender, but he does have a fake ID, which has a photo of him in a glorious fake mustache. <laughs> looks good. I think he looks good with a mustache. Actually, now he has a mustache, doesn't he? In real life? I think he does. Um, I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a mustache or a beard. Yeah. It might be a full he's, blown beard. I think he's got a lot of facial hair. I think he's got the whole the whole the whole package. get up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh so anyway, Buffy questions his ability to mix drinks and Xander says, I've seen cocktail. I can do the hippie hippie shake. Which made me laugh because you referenced Cocktail. Yeah, you got to see Cocktail, Sammy Joe. It's yeah, a good I movie. Yeah, I won't, though. I won't. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise so. and Elizabeth Shue, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, nope. Come I'm on. not going to watch it. It's a great mm. classic movie. No, thanks. It's a scene with a waterfall and they're kind of spooning together in the waterfall. Don't you want to see that? No. Okay. Well. Not if it's Tom Cruise. Is it? Buffy is... <laughs> <laughs> what continue on (laughs) okay buffy is still mopey and she doesn't have the headspace to share pretend problems with xander but willow whips out this gem she says i'm pregnant by my stepbrother who'd rather be with my best friend who's left me with no place to live no food except this bottle of wild turkey which i drank all up (laughs) wow that (laughs) but she (laughs) is a narrative I know. <laughs> and Xander just kind of looks at her and is like, what? Yeah. She's like, I'm I'm pretending for you. Yeah, she's a creative um, writer. But she does tell him that she can't swing by the pub that night because she has a bronze date with Oz. And then Buffy starts sad spiraling about Parker again. Willow tells her that she needs to stop thinking about him. She says, there are men, better men, wherein the mind is stronger than the penis. And Xander... <laughs> this is is one of my favorite like xander moments he yells from behind them nothing can defeat the penis (laughs) and it's such a weird it's such a weird thing because it almost seems like it's dubbed yeah that's what i said too i was like this sounds dubbed and then yeah i was thinking about it i was like i wonder if they recorded it too loud and it blew out so they needed to uh re-record it you know oh maybe yeah, if they're, you're too I, loud in a recording, you know, you can you can overblow the recording, you know, you got to redub it later yeah. on. So that's, it's entirely possible that that happened, but I did, I did research because there's nothing in the trivia and then I did some like some digging and yeah. I couldn't find out anything about that, but huh. it definitely sounds dubbed. It does. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's a hilarious moment. And of course, you know, Buffy and Willow just like kind of give him a look and then continue their conversation. Buffy keeps trying to make excuses for Parker. Maybe he has intimacy issues because his dad died. But Willow is not having it. She says, not interested. You got problems? Tell him to the bartender. And Xander says, that's right, because the bartender is always ready to listen. Smash cut to a very overwhelmed Xander in the pub that night trying to listen to everybody's orders (laughs) and having a tough time keeping it straight. Yep. One guy orders ice water and Xander asks if he wants it on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Buffy walks in and sees Parker talking to yet another girl or maybe the same girl from class. I couldn't really tell. And then she distractedly walks right into Riley, spilling his drink all over him. She tells him that she saw Parker and Riley seems to understand Parker a hell of a lot better than Buffy does, saying that he sets him up and knocks him down. 
Easy, he says, Riley. He says what? I don't know. I just figured it'd be a good time to say easy, Riley. You know, he's, like. I mean, he's describing Parker pretty well, I think. Yeah. So, and then Riley says, I guess maybe I'm old fashioned, but my father says that if you want to be a gentleman, you, and then she sees, he sees that Buffy is completely ignoring him and just watching Parker. And then he says, don't even care what my father says. Buffy like looks back to him and is like, oh, what? Sorry. But he tells her that he's got people waiting. And so he walks away, leaving Buffy to stare after Parker, making out with his latest conquest as Riley also calls her. Oh, boy. Back at the bar, the crowd has died down and Xander tries his rough day trick on a blonde girl with horrendous bangs. Oh, horrendous? Her is terrible. Horrendous. It's so bad. Her bangs are so short and it's like, it look. It, this is like kind of how I looked with bangs. Yeah. It's like I don't have a big enough forehead so my bangs were really short and it just, it just doesn't work. I kind of miss the bangs that uh, used to like, they used to like curl, you know, like they had the big like kind of poof out. Bang. Oh yeah, that's, you know that's how my mom always had her bangs. Right, it's like a, it's like the letter C on your forehead. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I think that's, that's exactly a good look. that's exactly what my mom's bangs look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's classy. Yeah, well, <laughs> this girl's are just like like teeth across her the top oh, of her head. Okay. It's yeah. creepy. I don't like it. Don't All like right. it. You know what okay? she needs to do? She needs to throw some mousse on that thing and rototill it right up the front. <laughs> Okay, I'm really glad you said that before I took a sip of my water. Yeah, you would have snarfed that. I actually was actually thinking about that this morning because Dave and I were, um, you know, it's it's springtime now, so we're getting ready for gardening and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) And we're talking about um, how you know we have to like clear out the the garden beds that we have and yeah, yeah he, he brought up the rototiller thing and it just made me think of the rototiller bangs <laughs> yeah yeah i know there's a there's a place on the side of the road uh when i come home every day and it says that they do rototilling on the sign and it makes me mm-hmm. laugh because i think of <laughs> buffy's bangs rototilled <laughs> oh good times anyway but she's she tells him that she is super and she tells him all about her awesome sorority life when a preppy guy walks up and takes her attention away from xander and then he's a total d-bag when xander tries to stay in the conversation the preppy guy says oh no sorry it sounds like the two of you are having quite the meeting of minds possibly debating the geopolitical ramifications of bioengineering oh, come on. you got to take on that yeah, old goodwill Guy. hunting over here, you yeah. know, trying to goodwill hunting old Xander, you know, mm-hmm. like the scene in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you like that movie or something? I love it. It's great. You get, are, are you getting like paid every time you say goodwill <laughs> No, hunting? everybody realizes that Goodwill Hunting is just one of the best movies <laughs> to come out in the 90s. And uh, I see Goodwill Hunting, you know, probably on a yearly basis, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Goodwill hunting. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good will hunting. Yes, thank you. Ching. <laughs> uh so Xander just looks at him and says, I've got beer. You want some beer? And then the preppy guy continues using way too smart language to show off how smart he is. Ah oh boy, and- it's so impressive. And how sorority girl will just reject Xander. And he says, you see, 
We are the future of this country, and you keep our bowl of peanuts full. We are what these girls want. You know what? Peanut bowl filler is a very important job, so... Yeah. How else are you going to get them peanuts in your bowl, sir? Yeah. Also, are you going to serve yourself beer? Yeah. Friend? Right? This is a respectable job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Xander, so then the guy orders a pitcher of beer and Xander tries to assert some of his own authority by asking for his ID, but the senior bartender behind him is like, just Just give give him the beer. Yeah. Really just taking away all of Xander's authority. Yeah. So sad. I hate when that happens. Yeah. It's a bummer. Buffy sits alone and mopey at the bar and Xander finally gets to use his rough day line on her for real. Yeah. She continues lamenting about Parker, then turns it around on herself and calls herself a slut and an idiot. Mm. Oh, Buffy. Oh, Buff. So sad when that when girls do that. And or guys boys. too, but but definitely more <laughs> more women do that. Yeah. Xander tries to stop her negativity, but the senior bartender calls him back to his duties. She gets up to leave and bumps into another guy who hits on her and tells her to join him and his friends, one of whom is the preppy guy who was an a hole to Xander. She sees Parker leaving with his lady and decides, you know, why the hell not? Yeah. They're like, here, here's a roofie cola. Here you go. Have fun. I'm like, don't take that. Just order a new one. Always, always never. Always never. beers or drinks from people that you don't know. Strangers. Strangers. In other words. (laughs) At the bronze. (laughs) At the bronze, Willow is holding a table when Oz walks in. She tells him that she's got notes from their psych class because he wasn't in it. Uh She keeps talking as the next band starts to play in a slow, sexy song, but Oz seems distracted. Oh, he's uh, in a trance with this Mm -hmm. singer. Yeah, that's what I say in a little bit. So (laughs) the the blonde woman with big eyes and lips that we saw walk past Oz in living conditions takes the stage and she sings a sultry tune <laughs> that entrances Oz. Veruca. Making, mm-hmm, she, uh, making Willow seem a little jealous. I'm kind of worried about this. Mm-hmm. She asks him if he knows the singer and he says, oh, Veruca. Um, and he says that he doesn't. Um, then we cut to the pub with Buffy chugging down beers with Uh-oh. four guys around her, including Cal Penn. Cal Penn? Who's, who's Cal Penn? Who's Cal Penn? Yeah, who's Are Cal Are you Penn? kidding me? He was in um, Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay. Go to White Castle. All right. He's been in so many things. Well, he's been in the Harold and Kumar stuff. He was uh-huh. in Van Wilder. Okay. Um, I'm really, really surprised you don't know who he is. You never saw Harold and Kumar? No, I actually haven't. All right. All right. I should see that, huh? Yeah. He's in, he was in New Girl. He was in How I Met Your Mother, but you haven't watched that. Mm -hmm. But that's also in my trivia, so I shouldn't, shouldn't let that go now. (laughs) Okay. Huh. I'm really surprised you did not recognize him. Nope. Um, anyway, I've never seen Harold and Kumar and I still know that he was in that. The preppy guy keeps blabbing on, trying to sound smart, and the rest of the guys try to chime in, and Buffy finally says, you guys really like to hear yourself speak, don't you? Yeah, collegiate douchebags. Mm, that Mm -hmm. is the name of this group for sure. (laughs) 
Then they ask her about herself, uh, and they clink glasses and keep drinking. Then we cut to the next day in the dorm room. Willow comes back from the bathroom, and she's like mocking Veruca and Oz, and she's like, Oh, my name's Veruca. I'm in a band. I'm Oz. I'm in a band, too. Oh, this is Willow. Oh, how fun. A groupie. Groupie. Yikes. She called her a groupie for reals? Sounds like it. Wow. And then she looks at Buffy and she says, Buff, have you heard of this Veruca chick? Dresses like Faith, voice like an albatross. But Buffy is in her own world, staring at their tiny TV, watching a pop music video on MTV. And we're going to do some lines here. Okie doke. You want to be drunk, Buffy? Sure. All right, cool. TV is a good thing. Bright colors, music, tiny little people. What did you do with Buffy? I'm suffering the afterness of a bad night of badness. You didn't. Not with Parker again. No, with four really smart guys. Four? Oh. Ow. Oh, Buffy, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? I went to see Xander, then I saw Parker, then came Beer. And then group sex? And Buffy hits Willow. Gutter face? No! Just lots and lots of beer. It's nice, foamy, comforting. It's just beer. Drowning your troubles over Parker, mind-frying man. He deserves a slow and torturous death by spider bites. Well, for today, we'll just have to throw spitballs at his neck in class. And then they get ready to go to class. Uh, And Willow points out to Buffy that she is still in her pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to Professor Walsh's class. Professor Walsh Professor Walsh mentions the reading and Buffy raises her hand and tells Walsh that Willow did the reading, which gets her odd looks from Walsh, Willow, and Riley. Then Buffy sees a girl eating a sandwich in the row in front of her and she just plucks that sandwich out of her it. hands and eats it. That's my sandwich. <laughs> I love that. Then we cut to a dark basement kind of type place and an elaborate laboratory setup with lots of different colored liquids mm. bubbling away and glass flasks. Bunsen hand, burners. Mm-hmm, Bunsen burners all over the place. A hand comes into frame and turns a knob and we see liquid travel down a tube into a keg of black frost beer, which yeah. is what Buffy was drinking the previous night. Mm, that explains it. <gasps> da <Ta-da! laughs> And again tonight, apparently, because we come back from break to her sitting with the four guys getting drunker and drunker while Xander keeps a watchful eye on them. Yep. Even ignoring a pretty young woman sitting at the bar who says, boy, I'm having the worst day. You got a light? (laughs) (laughs) She holds up an unlit cigarette and Xander silently holds up a no smoking sign. Then the preppy guy bangs his fist on the table and says, I like girls. Buffy calls him stupid. He calls her stupid. Then she sniffs his head and calls him smelly head. This beer makes you a dodo. Mm Mm-hmm. The preppy guy pushes one of the other guys off his chair, and the rest of the drunk gang starts to laugh. Then we cut to Willow walking out of her dorm as Oz greets her. She's a little standoffish as he points out 
as she points out that he wasn't in class again, and he tells her that his band was practicing and that Shy, Veruca's band, is playing again that night and asked him to sit in with them. You think Willow the band seems... is uh, spelt differently than S-H-Y? Nope, it is spelled S-H-Y. Oh, okay. So that answers that question. That answers that. Got to the bottom of that <laughs> quandary. So Willow declines his invite and an awkward silence ensues until she says, see ya, and just bails, leaving Oz a little confused. Back in the pub, Buffy and the drunkies are calling each other stupid. Xander puts a tune on the zook ju- zook ju- And the zook juke box, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Xander puts a tune on the jukebox <gasps> and Buffy rushes over, bangs on it and says, sings like it. And then she climbs on the jukebox. She well, demands more beer. That's what you do with the jukebox when you like a song. Just yeah. climb on the thing. Just climb right on it. Yeah. She demands more beer from Xander, but he tells her that he cut her off and she says, did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> He pulls her off the jukebox and she struggles against him asking for more beer. Beer, good, she says, but Xander says, beer, bad, and uh, pushes her toward the uh, door. He said it. Uh, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells her to go home and go to bed. And I'm like, Xander, you can't just let her go by herself. She's, She's got to call someone in. Not in uh, the best uh, shape to no. be uh, bringing herself home. No, she, you she could call barely throw two words that. together. She's climbing her jukebox. I mean, yeah, come on, Xander. Terrible right. thinking here. You gotta okay? call a '90s Uber, whatever that is. An yeah, old it's taxi. a taxi. <laughs> yeah, or just Giles. <laughs> All right, just call Giles. Giles and his Gilopy. <laughs> right. The preppy drunk guy realizes that Buffy is gone, and he bangs his fist on the table and says, "Hey, where a girl go?" And then Willow enters the grotto, which is the cafe on campus, Oh, which has some nice bronze-like vibes. Yeah. Uh, and she Same walks set down de- to- decorator, you know? Probably. <laughs> uh, she walks down to find Parker alone, stirring a coffee, and Willow decides to stir up some trouble. Uh-oh. Okay. He sits down at a table. She stands over him, arms crossed, mean mugging him. And she says, I want to give you a piece of my mind. I'm tired of you men and your manness. Buffy's really hurting right now. In fact, she's in need of a big mental tidy. Parker, how could you do this to her? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And so she's like, she shared something very intimate with you and you act like it's nothing more than a bag of some kind of snack food. And I was really hoping she was going to say a bag of day-old potato chips. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, (laughs) is she really going to say day I was like... (gasps) Yeah. But she didn't. Bag it. Bag of some kind of snack food, she said. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been really funny because I would not have remembered like getting that from this show. (laughs) That would have just been one of those things that like snuck into my brain. Right. Parker tells her that he doesn't feel like he needs to explain his actions, but then he decides to do it anyway. And Willow slides into the chair opposite him to hear whatever nonsense he's going to spew at her. Mm -hmm. So he says... Some relationships center on a deep emotional tie or a loyal friendship or something, but most are just two people passing through life, enriching or aggravating each other's lives briefly. Just for one night, can't two people who feel an attraction come together and create something wonderful and then go back to their lives the next day better for it, but never overanalyzing it or wanting it to be more than it was? I have. She should too. 
Blech. smooth talker, this guy. Real mm. glib. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's mm-hmm. got those, you know, pretty eyes and eyelashes. Just pretty big, dumb eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Willow says, people like Buffy and me assume that intimacy means friendship and respect. People shouldn't have to ask first if you're going to be eyeing other prospects tomorrow. And Parker kind of comes back with, people shouldn't have to preface casual sex with just so you know, I'll never grow any older with you. Takes the fire out of it. And I strongly disagree with Parker. Strongly agree with Willow. Sure, that's no surprise. Uh I do think if sex is involved, there should at least be some kind of conversation, even if it's brief, just laying out, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want to have fun tonight. That's Hmm. all it takes. Okay. There's no judgment, but at least least you know exactly what's happening. Okay. You know? Nice. Parker never said anything like that with Buffy. Yeah. Right? He just used his tired old lines about his dad being dead. To seem like he was trying to be deep and intimate. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when real in fact, deep. He was just using vulnerability, quote, as manipulation, which is something Brene Brown talks about in Darren Grayley. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm, I read that book. Don't remember that part. Oh, but it makes sense. Yeah, she talks about that. Yeah, where it's like you're you're being like faux vulnerable, like, oh, let me share all my deepest, darkest secrets with you when mm-hmm. you're just using it to manipulate other people, which hmm. is what Parker is doing. That Parker. What are we going to do with this fellow? Parker. Well, I think maybe. Kind of want to hit him on the head with something. Uh, you know, I do too. Like a club. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I do if too. only that could happen. <laughs> Then he tells Willow that he's sorry that Buffy is hurting and that Willow's a good friend and he's impressed how much she cares about Buffy. Oh, thanks, Parker. Fucking get out, dude. I don't need you to tell me I'm a good friend. (laughs) No? I would have been like, thanks, man. Appreciate Mm. that. That's me whacking him on the head. Yeah, okay. Cut to the drunky boys in the pub. One of them takes off his shirt and the other ones are kind of like, sit standing like crouching on their chairs <laughs> yeah they're becoming primates they're, or cavemen. yeah they're <laughs> sort of like acting kind of ape-like yeah xander tells them that it's time to pay up and go home and the preppy one takes off to the bathroom another guy tosses a pile of money on the table and xander starts like sorting through the bills and he's like oh, i'll take this one and this one and then he's like you know i've always had a problem calculating the tip and you guys being so dapper of brain maybe you can help me out Okay, great. See, if your bill comes to $38 and people tip what? Approximately 30%? That makes your your tip what? And then one of the guys just like throws all the money at him. And he's like, you are so smart. This is so the right amount. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good tip. Then he hears banging in the bathroom and he says, somebody didn't have their fiber today. And then there's (laughs) like the sounds of glass breaking. And he turns around and he says, hey, you all right in there, buddy? The preppy guy bursts out of the bathroom, having turned into a Neanderthal. (laughs) Wow. Good pronunciation. (laughs) It sounds so stupid. (laughs) And he conks Xander over the head with his fists. Conk. The caveman guy sniffs Xander's unconscious form and yells at him. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) and Xander slowly wakes up as the three other drunk guys seem to come to their senses and start backing away. But then... Then the caveman yells at them and all other three guys devolve into Neanderthals as well until they're all standing over Xander yelling at him. 
He gets up, they back him in, back him into a corner and he pulls out his lighter and scares them away. Yeah, the, fire. The main preppy one goes, fire bad. And then he <laughs> says, fire pretty. And Xander goes, fire angry. And he forces them back into the bathroom with his lighter, closing the door behind them. Xander wow. finds his boss, the other bartender guy, Jack, and he tells him some of their patrons have turned into cavemen. But Jack is not concerned. He's like, eh, they had it coming. Hmm. Yeah, Jack they Black Frost. They had it coming. They had it coming. They had it coming all along. Another Chicago song. Yeah. Chicago. It's actually, it's just the same one that we just keep referencing. Oh, okay. Uh, the cavemen had made it, have made it out of the bathroom and are roaming wild on campus, rolling on the grass, eating leaves, climbing trees, beating each other with tree branches. Sure, that's you know, what you do when you're a Neanderthal, Neanderthal caveman. Yeah, just got to beat things up, hoot, holler, you know, roll yeah. around, eat grass. That's what you, you do. Know. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the pub, Xander is still talking with Jack, and we're going to do some lines here. Yeah, right. And I just think that you were going to make a good Jack. So Okay. Uh, you be Jack and I'll be Xander here. Jack the bartender, here he comes. You know, I've been taking abuse from snot-nosed kids for 20 years. They're always coming in here with their snotty attitude, drinking their fruity little micro-brews and spouting out some philosophy like it means a damn thing. Think they're different than us. They are now. They ain't. That's the great thing about beer. It makes us makes all men the same. So Xander figures out that it's the Black Frost beer making them Neanderthals. Yeah. Jack tells him his brother-in-law's a warlock, and he showed him how to do it. <laughs> wow, that's that's <laughs> some uh, that's some kind of backstory to come up with this elaborate scheme to turn yeah. people into dodos. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Neanderthals. In fact. Yeah. Ne- that is a Neanderthal tale, if Do- you ask me. Yeah, it's a Neanderthal beer. <laughs> so Xander is panicked at having served Buffy that beer, but Jack tells him that it'll wear off in a day or so. And Xander says, in a day or so, someone's going to get killed. And he exits, and then he comes back to say to Jack, you're a bad, bad man. <laughs> he leaves again. <laughs> Outside, the cavemen are rooting through trash, and one of them breaks away to watch the cars on the road, walking out, and then he gets hit by a car. A young guy jumps out and says, I didn't see him. Is he okay? Then he sees that all the guys are cavemen, and he smartly takes off running as the other three cavemen bash in his car with big tree branches. (laughs) Then they stop when they smell girls, and they take off running after them, (laughs) leaving the one who was hit by the car crying in the road, holding holding his leg. Then we cut to Xander and Giles walking down the hall to Buffy's dorm. And we're going to do some more lines here. Okay. Do you want to be Xander or Giles? I'll be Giles. Okay. Well, I cut her off before the others, so I don't think she had as much to drink. I can't believe you served Buffy that beer. I didn't know it was evil. But you knew it was beer. Well, excuse me, Mr. I spent the 60s in an electric Kool-Aid funky Satan groove. It was the early 70s, and you should know better. I'm not the dad of her. Buffy's a grown-up. It wasn't enough to... And they open the door to Buffy's room, and uh, they see that she's been drawing cave pictures on her wall. Sure. Yeah. She slowly turns her head to them. Her hair's a little wild. There's dirt on her face. Yeah, her hair's she's, like uh, crimped. 
or teased. Yeah. 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 Kind of cool looking. Kind of frizzy. Yeah. Kind of frizzy though. Yeah. And she she slaps the stick figure man that she drew and she says, Parker, bad. <laughs> Back yeah. in the grotto, Willow and Parker have moved to more comfy chairs. And Parker's telling her that, you know, he's gotten to know a lot of women, but he just hasn't met the one, the girl that he can sit in comfortable silence with. And Willow's like kind of smiling at him a little less, you know, she doesn't seem angry with him anymore. And he slowly places his hand on her arm and he tells her that he's really enjoyed talking with her. Mm. And then Willow asks. The sly dog. Yeah. Then Willow's like, how gullible do you think I am? I mean, with your gentle eyes and your shy smile and your ability to talk openly, even to me, you're unbelievable. And she calls him on his shit. Yeah, she didn't fall for this. Parker is so shocked that he didn't, that she didn't fall for his charms and he keeps trying to cut in, but Willow is not done calling him out. She says, this isn't sharing. This isn't connecting. It's the pleasure principle. That's right. I've got your number, id boy. The only (laughs) thing you're thinking about is how long you can jump on my bones. And she keeps going, you men, it's all about sex. You find a woman, drag her to your den, do whatever's necessary, (laughs) just as long as you get the sex. I tell you, men haven't changed since the dawn of time. And on cue, the cavemen break in with girls in tow. And then Willow's like, see? (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) They knock Willow and Parker down with with a tree branch. So, boom, Parker knocked down once. Okay, count it. Count it, Pat. All right. But uh, back in Buffy's room, Buffy is spinning around on her computer chair, making herself dizzy as Giles and Xander look on. Frizzy and dizzy. (laughs) Frizzy and dizzy. (laughs) Frizzy, dizzy Buffy. She falls off, pushes the chair, then bangs on her TV, and Giles tells her that it's off. And then he tells Xander that, you know, maybe he should stay with her. But Xander says that they should track down the cavemen before the effects of the beer wear off. But Buffy catches on the word beer and says, beer? Buffy want beer. Giles oh, says, you can't have beer. And Buffy, slow, this is a great shot, okay? Buffy yeah. slowly turns. <laughs> she turns to him. To look at Giles with an evil look that even he recoils from a little bit. <laughs> and Buffy says, want beer. Xander says, Giles, don't make Cave Slayer unhappy. And then she punches her chest and she says buffy strong buffy get beer and she pushes giles and xander giles falls down against like her i don't know her like cabinet or something and then tells xander to go after her they end up going in separate directions and then in the grotto the cavemen are barricading themselves in with chairs and tables and have started a little fire that's smart these guys real smart yeah real smart neanderthals smart uh, then back from break, the fire has gotten too big and the cavemen start to panic. Xander catches up with Buffy and kind of tries like slow talking to her. Mm-hmm. She sniffs the air and they spot smoke rising from the grotto. And Buffy says, fire, bad. Inside the grotto, two of the cavemen look for a way out as the third drags all of the unconscious people into a corner um, away from the fire. So that's kind of smart. Yeah. Buffy breaks in, finds herself on the opposite side of the um, on the opposite side of the fire from the cavemen and all of the normal people, <laughs> including Willow and Parker. The other she patrons. touches, yeah, all their patrons. Thank you. 
Uh, she touches a fiery chair leg, then pulls back and puts her fingers in her mouth. She grabs a fire extinguisher, kind of examines it for a while, and then just throws it right into the fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> smart. It's not how you're supposed to use that. No. <laughs> but she did her best. She recognizes Willow and then climbs over a couch, jumps, and then uh, basically jumping over the fire to get to her. Xander enters the grotto, calls for Buffy, uh, then runs back out looking for Giles. But Giles is back in the dorm asking, uh, trying to describe Buffy to a college guy. So he says, blonde, uh, about this tall, walks with sort of a sideways limp. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, for, I forgot that he was, uh, he was describing Buffy as a Neanderthal Buffy. And mm-hmm. I was like, does she walk with a sideways <laughs> limp? I had totally forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so silly. The guy just looks at him like, uh. uh? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you saw her walking by, you know, she'd be noticeable. You'd be like, be like all right, it's sideways limp right it's, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think this guy has seen her. No. Uh, back in the grotto, Buffy spots a window, and she jumps up to hang on the pipes like monkey bars, hmm. uh, and then she swings herself upside down, punches open the window. The cavemen push a bookcase onto the wall and climb up it to get out the window. Then the girls wake up and start to climb out. Buffy grabs Willow as she comes to. Willow climbs out uh, the window to Xander waiting outside. But Buffy goes back in for Parker, and she grabs a tree branch as Barker. Bleh, Barker, <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> she grabs a tree branch as Parker comes to, and he's like coughing and panicking, and he finds Buffy, and he's like, "What do we do?" And then she bops him on the head. Yeah, that's a second bop for Parker. Right. And then grabs him. Then we cut to a few minutes later. Willow is sitting on a bench outside. Buffy crouched next to her, sniffing her as Xander and Giles stand next to them. The fire has been put out and sirens are blaring, firemen walking around. Xander says, and was there a lesson in all this, huh? What did we learn about beer? Buffy says, foamy. (laughs) And then Xander says, good, just as long as that's clear. Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, I think that the boys in the car are contained for the time being. This will give them some time to ponder the geopolitical ramifications of being mean to me. <laughs> Buffy walks over to the van with all the cavemen trapped inside and she slaps the window. And then Parker walks over to Buffy, who is still holding her big stick. And romantic music starts to play as he says, Buffy, I, I don't know how to say this. I'm sorry for how I treated you before. It was wrong of me, and I'm sorry. You were great tonight, really. I might not deserve this, but do you think that you could forgive me? Buffy looks at him for a little bit, and then whacks him on the head. (laughs) Pops him right in the head again. (laughs) Third time. Barker got it. Third time's a charm. Yeah. The gang gathers around and smugly looks down at him. And then Buffy starts to walk back towards the van, but Xander guides her away with the others, leaving Parker knocked out on the ground. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild episode. Wild. So you got crazy. Your, your drunk Buffy episode, though. Drunk Buff. Very drunk. Drunk mm-hmm. to the point where she can't even talk right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this black frost juice was something else. Yes. Now, my question to you, Sammy Joe, if this was on the shelf, this Black Frost, yeah, 
wouldn't you want to buy it just for a night of just oh hell tom yeah foolery night of good old neanderthal how fun? fun would that be if you were just that like primal you know yeah you're just like yeah <laughs> he just but starts smelling like... stuff <laughs> throwing leaves in the air walking sideways come yeah. on it's a good time drawing on the walls sure bopping people over the head with my yeah. big stick i know you'd have to kind of lock lock yourself in the house and be like I yeah can't really i feel go like anywhere. yeah what i was gonna say is i feel like you'd need to have people around it's like if you try drugs for the first time you need to have people <laughs> around to yeah. bend through it or at least can like you know, Guide make sure you. you're okay, observe yeah. you, keep you safe. Right. You know, got to have, got to have, you know, people who stay sober. Right. I think to... I'd be worried that I'd like smash my, you know, 65 inch TV or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's why you got to do it somewhere where. Padded room. <laughs> yeah. Padded room. Some, some like Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere that doesn't right. have TVs or anything nice. Yeah. Oh, my sister has one of those. Yeah, there you go. Or just go. like a, you know, campground. Yeah. Well, Cam- we should you know, look into that. See if there's we any should. science this would be to a this great black time. frost. Yeah. We could have a little <laughs> retreat. Yeah. Like, if get- I mean, hey, Dave can brew beer, so right. he's got he's to gotta know what's up. Yeah. Get back to your basic instinct. You know, that, ooh, yeah. that's what we call the beer. Basic instinct Basic beer. instinct. Yeah. yeah. Bib. Mm-hmm. Bib. B-I-B. Mm-hmm. Well, put that on our list of amazing ideas. Yeah. Million, bajillion dollar ideas. Definitely. Uh-huh. I also love that we got a nice, satisfying takedown of Parker in multiple ways. Physically, yeah. he was taken down three times. Willow takes him down verbally. Willow takes him down verbally. Mm-hmm. I yeah, fucking she wastes, love Willow. basically wastes his whole night. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. She's the best. Yeah. All, All right, right. Let me give you some trivia unless sure. you have any more thoughts. Nah, hit me a trivia. Okay, so this episode has a 6.1 rating on IMDb, it's pretty which low, is huh? the lowest rated yeah. Buffy episode. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Buffy fans did not like here. this. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next lowest are actually four episodes tied at 6.6, including bad eggs. Ooh, bad eggs, beer bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bad episodes. Bad episodes. So as long <laughs> as you have the word bad in it, it lives up to the title. Yes. However, it's... this episode did earn a Primetime Emmy Award nomination for Outstanding Hairstyling for a Series in 2000. For the frizzy hair? For the, Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Probably all the, all the hair. Okay. Definitely, definitely didn't win it for the, you know, fucking Bangs McGee there. <laughs> no, I think Sorority. it won for that. <laughs> In French, I, I just like sometimes looking at the, the titles in different okay. languages. That's interesting. So in French, this episode is Bruvage du Diable, which uh-huh. is Devil's Beverage. Oh, that makes sense. In German, it's Das Bier der Bosen du Gonskart, which is okay. the beer of evil thinking. <laughs> yeah, that also makes sense. I just, I like that. Yeah. Um, producer Douglas Petrie says that despite the intensely negative reaction uh, the fans had to seeing Buffy being battered about by the forces of college <laughs> and being treated so callously by Parker, they want the show, you know, showrunners wanted to ride that out until now because, quote, we didn't want her to find her strength immediately in this new setting, mm. which we kind of talked about at the beginning. We sort of liked that, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. 
Buffy wasn't like immediately on top again. Right. Which is usually what happens in shows and and so this is sort of a sort of refreshing and and, yeah. and more realistic. You can have a little reset. Yeah. Uh, this plot was written with a plan to take advantage of funds from the Office of National Drug Control Policy available to shows at the time that promoted an anti-drug message. However, funding was rejected because, quote, drugs were an issue, but it was otherworldly nonsense, very abstract, and not real-life kids <laughs> taking declined. drugs. <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry, you can't get this grant money. Yeah, they they said viewers would not make the link to the ONDCP's message. Hmm. <laughs> so they rejected their funding. Yeah. Uh, Xander's fake ID is a mock-up of an Ohio driver's license with a zip code 43226 located on the far north side of Columbus. Yeah, too funny. Cal Penn, who plays Buffy's drinking buddy, uh, also appears in Angel. Uh-huh. Um, and then he later co-starred as a recurring character with Allison Hannigan in How I Met Your Mother. Uh. Um, when Xander calls Giles Mr. I Spent the 60s in an electric Kool-Aid funky Satan groove, he reminds him of his narcotics usage during his Ripper days. And it's a reference to Tom Wolfe's 1967 book, The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test, which uh. deals with drugs uh, with de- deals with drug-taking hippies. Although Giles disdainfully rectifies the date to the early 1970s, he does not contradict the facts. Oh, interesting. When Buffy says, fire bad, it's a reference to the season three finale when they blow up the school and she's talking to Giles afterwards and he's using all these big words and she's like, my brain hasn't really... Like, all right reached normal functioning yet it's pretty much fire bad tree pretty oh yeah i I knew that sounded familiar yeah yeah and in 2017 cal penn tweeted some photos of scripts from his earliest days of hollywood auditions for small roles on tvs and commercials uh sorry tv shows and commercials to show how often he as an indian american actor was asked to portray a white screenwriter's stereotypical offensive idea of a foreigner but he also signaled out this episode of buffy as one of his few positive experiences during that time that didn't rely on ethnic or racist stereotypes he said there are too many in this stack of old scripts to tweet i'll be here all day that said there were also some wonderful first audition and work experiences stuff like steve harvey buffy angel 24 really smart creative people who didn't have to use external things to mask subpar writing hmm. i thought Look that was kind of nice on the right side yeah of it's history. not like it's not like his character was stereotyped in any way he yeah. was just another just drunk college dude <laughs> yeah so there we go that there is go. the trivia for you all right great trivia on that you ready to get into some lost I am so ready to get into Lost. Uh, sounds like it. Let's get <laughs> into I'm Lost. Real excited. <laughs> this is Lost Season 3, Episode 9. This one is titled Strangers in a Bad Land. Nope. Bad. That's what? not what it's called. That's not what it's called? No. Did I watch the wrong episode? Strangers in a Bad Land? Yeah, what's it called? It's called Stranger in a Strange Land. Oh. 
<laughs> you're just Strangers thinking in a beer strange bad. land. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what was <laughs> happening there. Rough night. Anyways, uh But it's it, one stra- it's stranger singular. Stranger. Oh, in a strange wow. land. Boy, I don't know what was going on. Stranger oh in a strange maybe land. You, maybe you were drinking. This was this is going to be Pat uh, bad. Pat bad. Yeah, notes bad probably on this episode. Okay, Sammy Joe, you're going to have to right. you're going to have to I lend can, me gonna some uh lend you some, my ears. <laughs> lend me your your ears and your brain. <laughs> Okay, while well, I, I sip on this that. tall mug of Black Frost. So, <laughs> oh, original air date is February 21st, 2007. This one is written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christina M. Kim and directed by Paris Barclay. Oh, I hope that's right because... Oh, that looks right. Yep, okay. Yeah, see, you don't have to check everything. All right, yeah, predictions, see? Sammy Joe. Yeah, see? <laughs> All right, so... Some of my predictions from last episode, I said I do not accept that Charlie is going to die. Desmond will keep preventing it. That's his new job. I called him Charlie's angel, which we thought was very fun. Yeah, it's very funny. I said Kate and Sora will make it back to the island. Um, I said I don't think Alex is Ben's biological daughter that Robert Rousseau's, quote, love is. Um, but you know, maybe Alex thinks that she is Ben's biological daughter, but she's mm-hmm. not. Okay. All right. So this episode starts with Sawyer and Kate in a boat rowing. You know, this is the boat that they took from the other island. Yeah. And they're a little Sawyer raft. is singing a little Quint song from Jaws. The I'm tired. I want to go home. <laughs> and then Kate demands that they turn around, and go back for Jackie boy. And Sawyer's, Sawyer's like, hey, if we go back there, what do you think Captain Bunny Killer's going to do if he catches if he catches us? And then young Carl in the bow of the boat rouses awake enough to say, kill you. God loves you as as he loves Jacob. Great. And Sawyer's, thanks, Sawyer's, Carl. Sawyer's like, okay, thanks for the input. And he's like, sorry, <laughs> kiddo. To Kate, Jack's on his own. So then we cut to Jack on the floor of his Hydra cell, and then Tom enters, previously Mountain Santa, and tells mm-hmm. Jack that they're moving him. The mighty have fallen. And Jack's like, you just helped me Oh, you're moving me to a four-star hotel? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's great. He said, you just helped me save his life, and if you're going to kill me, at least show me the respect of not calling it moving. And then Tom's <laughs> like, now why would we kill you? And Jack says, because you're done with me. And Tom's like, what kind of people do you think we are, Jack? Oh, Jack I don't says, know. The kind of people who keep other people in cages. That's pretty much what he says. He says, oh, I don't know, Tom. The kind of people that take pregnant women that would hang Charlie from a tree, drag our people out of the jungle, would kidnap children. That's the kind of people I think you are. He's, he's, yeah, you tell him, Jack. Yeah, he's speaking yeah, some, he's some sense here. Yeah, He is, and finally, for once. Tom goes and taps the glass and says... See this glass house you're living in, Jack? How about I get you some stones? <laughs> oh, you want to see my stones, Tom? <laughs> oh, easy there, Tom. All right. Uh, so some others come in and they grab Jack. And as they do, they place Libby in the cell in his place and take him out. And then we see a new blonde lady that we've never seen before. Blazer and lady. Blazer lady. And then, mm-hmm. boom, we get the lost title. Flashback to Dr. Jack on the beach buying a couple sodas from a young Thai boy who keeps calling him Dr. Jack. 
And Jack and I, goes... I, was, I first thought that maybe this was his honeymoon, but I was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, not his honeymoon. Uh, his solo moon as he goes mm. to build his kite, but he's having some trouble on the beach. I'm like, what? This is what you do, Jack? You got to buy a kite and you got to... What, what kind of what kind of grown man buys a kite and then doesn't even know. know how to set it up? It's just on the beach. Like, I'm going to fly a kite today. I'm going to... Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, it's good to know that Jack sucks at one thing, flying right? kites. Oh, yeah. also keeping his cool and keeping his mouth shut. Exactly. A few things. And then a Couple pretty lady shows Jack up. Jack sucks at. <laughs> she is so pretty okay so pretty new and girl she, crush she's laughing at him i'm not done afar. talking about her i'm not okay, done talking please, about please go on okay <laughs> yeah she has really cool hair really cool hair she's got like short hair cool uh-huh. like kind of flares out like a little. L- like stri- kind of these like stripey pieces that almost uh-huh. look like feathers yeah, in her hair feathered hair Mm-hmm. Uh, the hair itself is not feathered, but okay. it's like dyed <laughs> well, in prop. a way that looks like feathers. Right. And okay. I I immediately thought that she would play the character of Yuna in a Final Fantasy X movie. Okay. Wow. You casted her. I as did. Yuna. Okay. She is very pretty. She's got it. She's got it. Okay. All right. Okay. I just wanted to talk about her for a minute. All right. I, Sounds I, like I you're thought gonna, I was like you're in a crush. I was entranced. This was yeah. like this was like Oz watching Shy play. Faruka. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So he can't get it together, and uh, she comes over to help him. And then Jack launches his kite, and it flies in the sky. And he introduces himself to this lady whose name is Achara. Achira. And then Jack in the lion cage. Tom. Yeah, that was a good food. flashback. I really learned a lot. It really yeah, added wasn't to the good story. One? Yeah, it was very it's good. Really, really good. Jack asks uh, who the new lady was inside the hatch, and Tom's like, "That'd be the sheriff." And he's like, "You have a sheriff?" And he's like, "No, well, first, Jack." Hold on, hold okay. on. T- right. you take it easy, Pat. Let me right. get in. Let me you get a it word in edgewise. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> first of all, what do you got? Tom's hands him sandwiches. And right. I said that gave him food. <laughs> Yeah, and Jack said, Julia grilled grilled. these for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me. I want it grilled. Yeah, I want it grilled. Yeah. Yeah, and then he grills Tom. Tom, with questions. Okay. Okay. All right, well done. So, thank you. Great addition. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's like, you have a sheriff? And he's like, not literally, Jack. And Jack's like, why are you moving Juliet into my room? He's like, because she's in trouble, Jack. Now, don't try anything stupid. Stay put in this cage, okay? And then Kate and Sawyer okay. on the boat coming in close <laughs> to the island again, the original island, and Kate wants to circle the island until they find the camp, but Sawyer wants to head inland. Yeah, because it's they, getting dark, so he's like, dark. we're not going to be able to see, which I agree with him. Yeah, it doesn't make That's sense. It's a smart move. Yeah. So they make a camp, and they still bicker at each other. Kate says she isn't hungry. And then young Carl <laughs> wakes up again and tells young him Young Carl... They, they shouldn't fight young Carl, the man <laughs> of saying wisdom. saying young Carl. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a young boy, Carl. And Kate's like, Coral, Coral, that <laughs> island that we're on, is that where your people live? And Carl's like, just where we work. And she's like, work on what? And he's like, projects. Whatever we want. <laughs> and she presses him with How more questions. He tells her that he lives on this island and she asks him why they steal kids. And he says, to give them a better life. Of course. 
And then he t- he starts talking about Alex and pining for her and starts uh, talking about constellations that they used yeah, to look they... at in their backyards. That's so you know? nice. And Sawyer's like, me, what? That made me yearn for a time where I used to do that, you know? Right. Yearn for that My for teenage that time. years laying on, looking at laying on the roof of a car. Right? You did looking that? Looking at constellations? Yeah, I wow. did. Wow. So fancy and free in your so youth days. fancy free. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sawyer's like, well, you got backyards? And he's like, yep. And Sawyer's like, well, ain't that quaint. Mm. Cut to Jack trying sure out the- sure is. Big warning red button in the lion cage. <laughs> and then Juliet approaches the cage. She shows Jack a Polaroid of Ben's infected back wound. She's like, check this out. <laughs> check this out. What, what, what do you think of this, huh? This Ugh. is my art today. Yeah. I took a photo. Check this out. I'm going to put it yeah, on she's my like, Snapchat. She's like, it's infected, right? And I'm like, wasn't she a well-respected doctor? Like, right. I feel like she, should, she know. should know that, yes, it's infected. Right. I don't I feel, like, feel like she should need to ask him. She should be like, look, this is infected. We need your help. Yeah. You know how, hey, Juliet, you know how a normal wound looks when it's like stitched up and kind of clean? Does it look like that? So, hey, hey Juliet, if you're going to be bringing me Polaroids, can you, uh, why don't you arrange a toasted sandwich? as well yeah i mean you know the payment of me looking at your medical polaroids and that is one toasted sandwich lady yeah thank you thank you and make sure the cheese is gruvere and (laughs) what (laughs) say that again gruvere gruvere cheese (laughs) i thought you said gruvere i did say gruvere with a v yeah i did yeah gruvere gruvere cheese gruvere there you go and please make sure that the crusts are cut off yeah, you know how okay. like it and you cut gotta off. cut it in in right. triangles. Yeah, and I want to slice also, a ham. I in also the middle, want please. grapes with peeled mm-hmm. skins. Peel, please. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> how I eat my grapes. Okay, Julian. <laughs> and also, do you have a kite so I can fit it out of the cage and uh, get a nice Just breeze watch it going soar. here? Yeah. And if you can have Tom run along next to the cage with my kite and just lift it up into the air then that would be fantastic. Thank Thank you. you. That is all of my requests for now. (laughs) Also, bring me that movie that I wanted to see. (laughs) Kill a Mockingbird on TV. Okay. So, she tells, uh, yeah, she she shows him the the Polaroid, and she tells Jack that she's in trouble for killing someone and that it's complicated. And then Jack refuses to help her or Ben. Oh, well, you know what else is complicated? (laughs) My food order. But yeah, get exactly. it wrong and I won't help you. <laughs> right, yeah. It's very complicated. You might want to write it down, okay? I know you're one of those waitresses who doesn't want to write it down, but maybe you should, okay? <laughs> Flashback to Jack eating food with his new girlfriend, Achara. And she then asks about his failure of being a kite pilot. And he then talks, <laughs> to, he starts to talk about his father. She cuts him off saying she has no interest in his father. Oh. And, oh, hello. All right. Uh, she then receives something from the waiter and she tells him that she has a, a gift. fat envelope of money is what it looks like. Money, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, and is that like, drug money? Yeah, you, he's like, what do you, think, you got Pat? some kind of gift? I don't know. No, don't she know says, she said, I I have a gift. And he said, oh, it must, must be, be really one special. Hell of a gift. One hell of a gift, yeah. Yeah. So then we cut- drugs, maybe, maybe a vagina gift. What? <laughs> Excuse what? me? What'd you what? say? Nothing. What? Okay. 
Then we get we cut back to Jack in the cage at night, and the new sheriff lady shows up and comments on Jack's Chinese symbols tattoo. She's like, "Oh, would you look at these? Would huh? Would you <laughs> would you look at those?" <laughs> and then she asks that? him if he knows what it says, and he's like, "Yeah, I do. I know what Except it says." She's a lot scarier. Yeah. And she then introduces herself as Isabel, which isn't a very mean muggin name. No, it's not. It's like nah. a nice name. Yeah, it's like kind of look like a March, you know? Yeah, large yeah. March. Eh, not so large, just March. Yeah, medium <laughs> March. Uh, You've seen she... Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? Of course. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> oh, yeah, very scary, large March. <laughs> Tell him, large March <laughs> sent you. <ya>. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> and then she would like to ask him some questions. And they pass by Alex, and Isabel tells her to go check on her father. They enter a room, and Sheriff Lady asks Jack if it was true that Juliet asked Jack to kill Ben. And Jack's like, no, I was lying. I would have done anything to get my friends out, and turning you people against each other was the best chance of creating chaos. No, I gotta say something for a second here, okay? Isabel, Isabel is scary, not her Uh name. But right. her overall demeanor is scary. Yeah. Okay. But she has this really weird hair barrette thing. Right. That's like a dangling crystal charm yeah. on the side of her head. And it just feels very out of character. And I don't understand what's happening with it. Right. And you like it. And I don't like it on her. No. Unless it's like, you know, a vestige of her you know, some like old hippie days or maybe that's her power center, like Anya's, you know, necklace. Mm, okay, maybe. That's some deep thought into that crystal hanging mm, off her head. Yeah. I didn't even notice it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I just noticed it because I was like, what? Why is this thing like? Ho- it was like moving crystals. around. You hone in on the crystals. I do, like, but it was also just a weird hair rose thing. rose quartz? I couldn't tell because it's like, it's like, it, it looked like it was a, small crystal inside of a ball hanging off her head mm, like a okay. small charm yeah like like a dangling crystal charm that's not where i dangle my crystals <laughs> nope <laughs> okay <laughs> um all right isabel says why are you lying for her jack and jack says i'd like to go back to my cage now and another grilled cheese sandwich please send it right this time or i send it back yeah or i send it back <laughs> flashback to jack and tylen in the passion suite with achara she climbs into bed and they start talking about her gift again and then it mm. turns into a sexy ruckus as they roll off the bed and she tells them to stop asking questions and have fun <laughs> starting to feel like a bad anime is what dave and i observed as we were really? watching it we were like oh boy this is like a bad anime <laughs> <laughs> And then Jack wakes up in the lion cage again. There's a bunch of people looking at him like he's a zoo animal. <laughs> so weird. It's just so weird. <laughs> Some lady approaches who Jack recognizes her as the stewardess from the plane. He's like, hey, you stewardess. <laughs> and think, he yells at her. Yeah. Don't they say flight attendant now? Oh, but doesn't he call her stewardess? I think you're right. But I think flight attendant is like the PC term now. Oh, okay. I think you're right. And he yells at her, demanding to know what what they're doing there. And this lady, Cindy, she's like, we're here to watch, Jack. And Jack's like, watch what? And Cindy brings a young girl to Jack's cage, saying she wants to know how Ana Lucia's doing. 
And Jack gets angry, and he's like, if you got something to watch, Cindy, go watch it. Go, go. watch it. Yeah, he just <laughs> loses his damn oh, yeah. mind. He loses it. And there's a bunch of kids in this group, too. One kid has a teddy bear. It's strange. I don't know what's going on here, you know? Yeah. Well, they we had seen that teddy bear earlier when we saw... The others moving uh, about. The others moving about. Yeah. When, right. Who was it? Was it Jin? Yeah. And Yeah, Jin and Sawyer... The and ones Michael. who got captured and Michael. Yeah. yeah. They when were they're all walking. running around looking for Walt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So back with Sawyer and Kate, she says that Carl's gone. And then they find him around the corner crying on a log. And Sawyer punches him in the arm, tells him to cowboy up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so first Sawyer's like, Sawyer's like, oh, I'm going to, I'll go, I'll go talk to him. And, and Kate's like, no, I will. And then. Sawyer's like, no, boys only. And then, yeah, yeah he and then she goes away and he punches him. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was so funny. Sawyer tries to impart some wisdom on Carl about women. Carl yeah, declares. Yeah, then he has a nice, nice conversation with him, though. Yeah, he, he, he declares that he loves Alex more than anything. And if he gets I do declare. Going back for her, then they will kill him this time. Sawyer says, well, at least it'll be worth it. Speaking of Alex, she approaches the cage that Jack is in. She demands to know why he saved Ben. And he asks where Well, first she slingshots the camera and breaks it. And then she's like, you can answer these questions because they won't be watching you They ain't watching. Yeah, she's a crack shot with that slingshot, huh? Man, she's cool. Man, she is cool. You imagine her and Buffy on a team together? (sighs) Dual slayers. One with a slingshot. Slingshot. Slingshot slayer. Yeah. Sling Slayer. Sling, Slinger? I don't Mm. know. Mm. There's something there. (laughs) Something there. He asks where Juliet (laughs) is, and Alex tells him that she's getting her verdict for killing the man who's going to murder his friends. And Jack answers her question by saying, I saved your father because I said I would. And Jack says, Ben, your father, is he still in charge? Will that woman, Isabel, do what he says? And Alex says, yeah. And he says, yeah. get me out of this cage. Okay, no problem. And then Jack busts into the operating room and stops the man from injecting Ben's back. He's like, yeah, I want to do that. All right. You guys aren't uh, as smart as me. Okay. And then we learn that Ethan used get to be their surgeon. Get me a toasted sandwich and then I'll tell you what's up. Yeah. I need a toast sandwich stat. Okay. No fooling. And Jack uh, tells Ben that he might never walk again, that he needs a doctor. And Ben smirks. A real doctor. Knowing that he's up to something. He's cutting a deal. So let's do some lines, Sammy Joe. You want to be Ben or Jackie? I'll be Jack. Okay. All right. So Ben is laying there, and he's kind of out of it. And he's like, your bedside manner leaves something to be desired. Well, then it's too bad you're stuck with me. Am I? You need a doctor, Ben. Someone to stay with you, bring you back to good health. And here we go again. I've already given you a ticket off the island, Jack. What's it going to cost me this time? Right now, your people are in a room deciding whether or not to execute Juliet. You're going to stop it. Juliet doesn't care about you, Jack. It doesn't matter what she's done. No matter what you think, she's one of us. Do we have a deal or not? And then Ben calls for something to write on. Back in Thailand, Jack watches Achara, his new mystery girl from afar. She's on the streets and she's kind of 
walking her walking herself down an alley and then yeah, uh she's on she's wearing like a kind of a skimpy dress so i feel like we're we're being led i feel like we're mm-hmm. we're being led down a path of believing that her gift is she might be a lady of the night that's what yes, you're saying yeah, yeah but you know never judge like, a book I was by like, its oh, cover i bet she's like raising the dead or healing people or something really you know? that's what you're thinking yeah okay I just, I knew I was like, we're being led down this path, but that's not really what It's never what it, what it seems. It's never if what it seems. If you know anything from this show, defies expectations, yeah? Oh, yeah. All of the expectations have been defied. And then he uh, falls her into some den of some sort, and he asks, he's like, what is this, a tattoo parlor? What's this all about? And she tells him that it's not, she is not a tattoo artist. She can see who people are. And then he gets really aggressive, and he says... Tell me who who I am. And she refuses. And he slams her up against the wall. And she says, you are a leader, a great man. But this, this makes you lonely and frightened and angry. And he's like, put it on me. Of course. Put it on me. (laughs) Baby girl, put it on me. Oh, boy. She refuses, (laughs) saying it's against her people. But he takes his shirt off. And she warns him that there will be consequences. He just says, there always are. Boy, Jack. Maybe ask, you know, what the consequences are. Hey, Jack, why don't you just calm down and go get a grilled cheese elsewhere? Go down. Downtown Phuket has a great grilled cheese market, and you should be there, stat. Okay? Get your juicy juice. Go to nights. Okay, Jackie Jack? (laughs) All right? Because this this is terrible Crazy town. Yeah, this is crazy town. And she puts the tattoo tool up to his arm, and then we cut to Jack and Alex approaching this courthouse out in the middle of the jungle where Tom opens the door and Isabel takes the note from Alex. Isabel reads it. She says, Ben has commuted Juliet's sentence. Execution is off the table. He says the rules don't apply. He has, however, ordered her to be marked. <clears throat> she then walks back into the courthouse room where we see Juliet who sees Jack before the door shuts. They like make eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Flashback to Jack walking on to the beach with his kite again. And this little boy runs away from him this time. He's like, yeah. And then a bunch of well, other guys. And we can see the tattoo. And it's just the band of of Chinese symbols across his arm. So the rest of his tattoo came later. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of these guys approach Jack. And they lift up Jack's sleeve to see the new t- tattoo. And then they beat the crap out of him and scream at him to leave this country. And Achara looks on from afar, crying on the beach. Cut to Juliet approaching the lion cage with a new grilled cheese. And this one looks pristine. This mm. looks perfectly grilled. Perfectly and crisp. He asked to see, she, uh, he asked to see the mark that they gave her. And she lifts her shirt to show this little asterisk thing that they kind of branded on her lower back. Looks like a burn or a brand of some sort. Yeah, it kind of looks like a power symbol. Power symbol, okay. Yeah, like a distorted power symbol. Mm. And he asks for an aloe branch, and then uh, she gets it for him. And uh, he applies a little aloe to her wound tenderly on her lower back. Yeah. And Juliet says, they'll be coming for you in a few minutes, all of them. Your friends know where we are, so we have to leave this island to go back where we live. And Jack's like, go where? Juliet says, well, Ben calls it home. Sawyer Mm. and Kate. In the jungle, still bickering at each other. Kate yeah, says, guess, we have to leave. Yeah, I guess the honeymoon phase is over for these yeah, two. Yeah, I know. It didn't last long, huh? 
Kate says, we had to leave Jack behind. I didn't have a choice. And Sawyer says, I'm not talking about leaving Jack behind. I'm talking about you and me. I know you did it because you thought I was a dead man, so don't beat yourself up because the doc's left behind. Mm. Kate says, I'm not beating myself up. And Sawyer says, of course you're not. So now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Boy. Is this where she says, do you want me to walk 10 paces behind you? Right. Yeah, that was right before Yikes. this exchange. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, real real bickering at each other. There's, there's some uh, tension here. I you know. know I feel I feel bad for Sawyer. His self-esteem is so low. I know. So sad. She's got her mind on Jackie Boy this whole time, you know? Yeah. They finally got away. They're together, but nope. Still thinking about the other guy. Uh, Isabel talks to Jack on the beach. She says, he walks amongst us but he is not one of us. Your tattoos, that's what they say. And Jack's like, that's what they say. It's not what they mean. Oh, shit. We then get a nice montage as Jack and Juliet row off into the sunset and we see another boat in the in the distance and then we see stars and Alex and Carl look up too. It's like a nice little match cut there mm-hmm. so that they're looking at the same constellations. And then Jack and Juliet ride the tugboat and uh, look at each other in the moonlight, slow-mo, classic, lost montage. She smiles over at Jack. Jack looks ahead. Boom. Lost title. That's Very cinematic ending. Felt like it should be a season finale. With all it this, did. Right? All this chutzpah. What, they leaving the island? What is this, huh? What is this? What is this? It's crazy. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. So you got anything to say about this episode or you want to get into some I got trivia? a couple things to say. Um, oh, yeah. Some notes I didn't get to. So really just one thing. Dave has pointed this out a couple of times. Okay. Is that they always seem to have an endless supply of torches and tarps. Of course. That's what makes Lost Lost. You gotta but where have torches did it, and where tarps. does it come from? The torch and tarp supply box. It's like a Mary Poppins bag. It just keeps giving, you know? <laughs> just keep pulling them out. Okay. Okay? All right. Uh, all right. Here's some trivia for you, Sammy Joe. Yeah. Writer Put it and on producer me. Carlton Cuse considers this the worst episode of the series. <laughs> <laughs> because Wow, this is great. We're pitting two worst episodes against each other. I know, other. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't think it's the lowest rated, but it is considered the worst by one of the creators. So um, he calls it the worst episode of the series because of the flashback scene specifically. He admitted that by that time, the writers didn't know what else to tell about Jack's past and just use... Matthew Fox's real tattoos as inspiration. They're like, I don't know, let's just do something with the tattoos. <laughs> so does is that really what the tattoos mean? Uh, no. We'll get into that in a second. Okay, great. The kite, uh, the kite is authentic tie kite master's signature piece. The swirl Ooh. patterns were modeled after Van Gogh's Starry Night. And oh. the kite itself is named Starbird and was created by Buteo Huang. Well, cool. Hmm. In the opening scene, Sawyer is singing, Show Me the Way to Go Home. The same song was sung by Brody, Quint, and Hooper aboard the Orca in Jaws while hunting the shark. Sawyer has some great pop culture references. Yeah, he does. He's got a deep reference bank. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jack's tattoo is actually a real tattoo on actor Matthew Fox, and it means eagles cleave the air in Chinese and are taken from a famous poem written by Chairman Mao Zedong. Oh, interesting. Yep, yeah, and this is the first Jack flashback episode where his father, Christian Shepherd, does not appear. I was thinking that. No daddy. He tried to get it in there, but uh, Achara was having none of that. She shut that right down. Shut it right down. All right, and that's what what that's what I got for trivia. Cool. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite moment of Buffy? Favorite moment of Buffy is probably uh, Xander trying to figure out how to be a bartender. <laughs> I like his lighter jokes. I think that's funny. Yeah. 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 I liked Willow giving Parker a piece of her mind. Of course. That's classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite moment of Lost? I think Sawyer's talk with Carl. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's just kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I also uh, liked Achira, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. The grilled cheese looked good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. This episode's all right. I think it's just a waste of time. Yeah, me you too. Know? It's just kind of like, I mean, we do get on the boat at the end, so it seems like we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Jack's character and Juliet, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, again, it's just too many too many flashbacks that don't add anything to the story. Right. It's just like, he did this one thing at this one place once. And oh, wow. That's how he Jack got, got, a, got tattoo. a tattoo, and also Juliet got a mark. Oh, right. How similar yeah. is that? They should have called this episode Marked Ones. Ooh. Not Stranger in a Strange Land. What Come is on. that? What is that? What a terrible title. Well, isn't that a book reference? Maybe. It is, uh, yes, a novel by Robert A. Heinlein. Oh, would you look at that? You're so... Uh, Science uh, fiction novel. Well read. I never read it. Um, I don't really love sci-fi, but hmm. I... But you know of it. I recognized that it was something. Okay. <laughs> All right, what episode that that wins here? What episode wins here, Sammy Joe? I got to go with Buffy. Yeah, I'm going with Buffy this week. I, I mean, it's the... ludicrous. It's crazy. I know. But there's some things <laughs> to like here. It's the, you know, in Lost, the intro of Isabel was kind of cool. Obviously, I liked Achira, but it just, it was just kind of boring. Yeah. Buffy was goofy, but at least I was entertained. Yeah. You know, at least mm-hmm. we had Willow yelling at Parker. We had Buffy slamming her chest at Giles and demanding beer. I mean, this is fun. Right. That's true. Good time. Good time. Parker got bopped on the head three times. Ah, so many boppins. Very satisfying. Parker Boppins. That's his new name. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? Um... I feel like this Riley guy is going to keep popping up. Things are going to get closer, maybe. I don't know. He's going to become more prominent. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if Parker is going to keep showing. I feel like Parker's outstayed his welcome. And now that he's got bopped on the head, I feel like this is a good place to close out his character. So um, unless he becomes kind of like part of the Scooby gang in some way, you know, kind of like Cordelia Chase. 
but judging by your your reaction, that <laughs> Sorry, is not I going to happen. Have that so way. <laughs> I'm not going to head. I'm Cordelia was at least likable <laughs> and intelligent. Yeah. So okay, he's not going to become part of the Scooby Gang. Okay. Oh, and I should uh, not have reacted that way. <laughs> no, nah, that's okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's all I got. Or maybe I threw you off, and he is going to be part of the Scooby yeah, Gang. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe Parker's the big bad. What? Parker's dead? I said maybe Parker's the big bad. Yeah, I don't think so. Although that would be cool. He's like, I got bopped on the head three times. Now I'm so mad. I'm a big bad. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Tapped out. What do you got for <laughs> predictions? Uh, Well, I think um Jack is going to get to live in the sweet condo complex. With the others now. Oh, okay. He's going to get a sweet, comfy bed finally. Yeah. I don't think they're going to put him in a cage over there. I think they have cages. Okay. Over there. So that's kind of nice for him. Yeah. And I think Kate and Sawyer are going to make it back to the main camp by the end of next episode or the one after. I think we're going to go back to the to the main island storyline here. Be okay. The main island storyline. I guess everybody's going back to the main island, but... They are like, we're going to go back to like, you know, the main group of survivors. All right. Great yeah. predictions. Thanks. What do you got for media recommendations? Well, Pat, I'm going to recommend a little movie called Windfall. Windfall? Yeah. What's this movie? It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. It was a Netflix movie. It's got Jason Siegel, Lily Collins, who is in uh, Emily on Elm Perry, if you've seen that at all. You probably haven't, but maybe Amy has. Have not. And Jesse Plemons. Oh, I love Jesse very, Plemons. It's got a very like 1940s vibe. It's not yeah, black and white. Yeah. But it has n- not like that. You just, you have to, I think you will really like it. It's a oh. slow burn, um, yeah. but it's cinematically shot really beautifully. The music is done really well. Like once you see it, you'll be like, "Oh, I can see what you mean by like." Oh, 1940s. I think I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's really good. I haven't seen much with Jesse Plemons, um, although I didn't. He's realize... been in everything lately. I feel like. Yeah, well, I didn't realize he was in Breaking Bad, so he was like pretty young apparently one of his nicknames is meth damon because when he was on on breaking bad he kind of looked like matt damon but his character was like selling meth, was making meth yeah um but in this movie he looks and he acts so much like philip seymour hoffman it's like kind of unsettling i love philip seymour hoffman yeah so he just had some real Philip Seymour Hoffman vibes in this. Yeah, you should, you would love this movie. I okay. really think that you would. All um, right. Yeah, Dave and I out. just just put it on kind of randomly because I think it was the same thing. Like we just saw the, we saw the pre. You know, it was like one of those things that Netflix that auto plays, and yep. we love Jason Siegel. So we'll watch pretty much anything that he's in. Like you don't even have to tell us what it's about. So we just started watching it, and it was kind of good that we didn't really know what it was about. Yeah. All right, that's Windfall, yeah. and you can find that on Netflix. Yes, and what do you have to recommend? I'm going to recommend a stand-up special by Taylor Tomlinson. I think I recommended her first one when I had uh, seen it on Netflix. Oh, is know. this this the one? 
Yeah, go ahead. So this is a new Netflix special by Taylor Tomlinson. Very funny. I forget the name of it, but if you just look up Taylor Tomlinson. Okay, you have to know the name of it, Pat. I'm just (laughs) going to look it up for you. All right, thanks. (laughs) Is it called Look at You? Yes, Look at You, the new Taylor Tomlinson special. Very funny. Um, She opens up, she talks about um, her, some of her mental health uh, things, and I just found it hilarious. She is a really talented, funny writer, comedian, and uh, yeah, everyone should check it out. Very funny. Nice. Did you ever watch any Liza Schlesinger? Schlesinger? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. all her stuff, too. Yeah, I really like her, so I don't yeah. really watch a whole lot of stand-up, but I like her, and I don't know. I'll, I'll give Taylor Tomlinson a shot because- You should like, definitely watch Taylor's. Like female both, comedians. both of them are, are so funny. You would love it. Yeah. yeah. she's 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 like- the next big thing i feel like she's very funny nice (laughs) yeah very cool all right this is this is our shortest episode ever because we really wow both of these episodes were so bad we just wanted to blast right we're just like "Eh, whatever (laughs) just they did this they did that but i will say like yeah the you know beer bad is definitely no masterpiece but i enjoyed it it was fun you know it was just silly and fun very silly Mm mm-hmm Yep. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all the places, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you can. That would help us out. And you can uh, get on our website whenever it's fixed there. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know that it'll be fixed by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. <laughs> yeah, whenever, you know. Uh, what else, Sammy Joe? Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickstreamPod. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the episodes, which one wins for you, your favorite moments, all that stuff. Uh, support us on Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod. You can send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com. And normally you can check out show notes at kickingstreaming.com, but right now, not They so don't much. exist. They <laughs> just nothing. They do exist. They just don't exist. Oh, okay just not publicly right <laughs> not on the www so yeah. we may have to start throwing those in you know to castos or something or okay. i don't know we'll figure that yeah. out but either yeah, we'll way our, our website will be up at some point when yeah. i have time for it sounds good all right <laughs> but in the well, meantime listen to us on all of the things yes and, and follow us on, on the instagrams remember that drinking and streaming streaming is, is better, better with, with friends. friends that are neanderthals neanderthal time neanderthal okay all right well we'll see you next week for bye. episode 61 bye